You are listening to The Adventures with Mark and Carl, where we briefly take you out of the bullshit of your own life and put you into ours. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures with Mark and Charles. I know it's been a long time since we've spoke to you. We've been so busy with so many different projects, so we're going to be catching everybody up on all of those projects. But for right now, if this is the first time you're joining us, I want to introduce myself. This is Mark, and this is... I'm Charles. And together, this is the podcast Adventures with Mark and Charles. Today, we were talking about different things that we could talk about and discuss. And I think a really important one is talking about things that we are looking forward to. Yes, because there's so much going on with everybody. It's good if we talk about things that are positive, we thought about, that we can look forward to. Because lately, no one's been talking about that. Well, I think a lot of people are looking forward to things like vacations. Yes. They're looking forward to going to the gym. They're looking forward to going to the movies. What about going to the bar? Well, I think for the most part, people are doing that anyway. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I think it's more people are more looking forward to normality. Yes, I was. That is a really good way to put it. So we want to talk about a few things that we are looking forward to. So Charles, you do one, and then I'll do one, and we'll we're gonna yes. do five things. Okay, okay. Well, one of the biggest things, Mark, which you know, because I've been talking about it, Dolly Parton is finally releasing a Christmas album. A Christmas album by Dolly Parton. Why are you making fun of her? This has been a really big deal, okay? I'm not making fun of her. I think it's really great that she's putting out new music and a new album and a new look because... It's Christmas music, It's not only that it's Christmas music. Yes, it is. It's been years, decades since she's done this. Thank you, Dolly. Be that as it may, I think we don't hear enough of Dolly Parton, period, to begin with. Is what I was getting at. Yes, I would agree with you. And I think because she's putting out a Christmas album, it just makes it all the more special. It is. So, Mark, what what is something that you're you are excited about? Okay, one. Okay, here's my number one. My number one thing that I'm excited about is if you know anything about me, you'll know about my obsession with Madonna, and she's just announced that she is going to be making her biopic, directing it, and I'm sure producing it herself. She will not star in it from what I'm uh, reading, but it's going to be backed by Universal Pictures. So this is huge. That means she is officially putting together her own biopic about her life and her journey in into becoming the most epic musician and songwriter singer that our modern time has ever seen. And I think the reason why it's really important and really fascinating that she's doing this is because for so long now, there have been dozens, and I mean dozens, of biopics made about Madonna's life and how she became famous and everything. And Madonna's not endorsed any of them. And you want to know why? Because she says nobody can tell her story but herself. So now, this is your big chance, bitch. Don't screw it up. That's all I have to say because there have been some pretty good biopics made about her, really good documentaries. And so I'm really excited to see what it's going to be from her viewpoint. We just all know what it's like when Madonna gets in front of the camera. A lot of times in these movies, it just doesn't turn out right. We all know movies are not her strong suit. And I think that now we're at a point where she's going to be able to tell her own story. 
I really hope she has amazing people surrounding her to make this just as epic as her life and career is. Yeah, no pressure, Madonna. Man, Mark, you are really looking forward. All right, what's something else? Like, I, another, oh, another thing that I'm looking forward to is it's almost fall, so I'm going to be starting on this greenhouse that I want to build and work all winter long on seeing if I can grow stuff in the winter. It's a really interesting project. What makes it so interesting? Well, it's going to be cold and there's no sun, so it's going to be a really fun little science project. And it's... I think what's going to be really interesting is what you do with the chickens in winter. I still can't figure this one out. For those that don't know, I grew up always having chickens in my life. And Mark, this is what, your first five months of having chickens? Yeah, we well, can say that. Mm-hmm. And we have four amazing chickens. And I was telling Mark that this winter we're going to do a lot of really cool stuff. And like even winterizing the coop, it's just, I know this is all new to you, but it's going to be amazing. Like, what did we learn this week, Mark? Like, you clipped the wings so they wouldn't fly, which was very different. You know what? And I clipped those wings myself, and I feel pretty good about it You now. did an awesome job, Mark. I thought I did great. Mm -hmm. I was super nervous, but, you know, you held the chicken's wings really easily, and we I talk, thought it was easy. And we talked calm. Yeah, it was good. Mm -hmm. It was really good. So that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is like showing you how that works. And we're going to try a couple of Swedish techniques of chicken gardening, which... The Swedes, I didn't know the Swedish people are this big into chickens, but they are. Swedish. Yes. All right, Mark, what is something else that you're looking forward to? Okay, I'll do my number two, and it's going to be a really basic, pretty simple one. I'm just looking forward to going to the movies. I oh. just want to go to the theater. And you know what? Can we just kind of wrap this all in as, like, that includes, like, just everything, being able to just even go to live theater, just being able to go to the movies, being able to go to anything. Because here's what I'm looking forward to that goes along that route, you guys. Frozen is coming to the Detroit Opera House, and it's going to be here next fall, and I'm super excited about it because I saw Frozen on Broadway with a friend of mine. It was spectacular, and unfortunately, Frozen has closed on Broadway, so nobody can ever see it on Broadway again, but... The tour is still going on, and I think this is going to be fantastic because one of my former students is playing Anna on the Broadway tour right now. So I'll be interested to see if she comes to New York. I'm sorry, we live in Detroit. <laughs> so if she comes to Detroit, I'm totally reaching out to her, and I'm going to see if I can get Charles backstage. Yes, because I want to meet Olaf. Oh, okay. Well, everybody says I'm like him. I would just love to just, you know, You're see like what a costs. lot of people. <laughs> I, it de depends on the day, Mark. All right. So that's my number two. What's your number three? Oh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Don't be drawing no blanks. I know. Um, I'm really excited lately. Me and Mark have been talking about our, a vacation when it's safe to go. And it's just really exciting to find something different. Why don't you talk about that vacation? Where are we going? Oh, we're going to, we're going to New Orleans which is amazing, and they have cruise lines, and I, when I went there, I fell in love. We're going back there one day. I would live there if I, if I could right now, and I'm just excited to try and travel something different. I used to work on cruise ships, so this will be something really different going through the bayou. I don't know who told us. To, oh, my brother-in-law, Mark, um, told me about it, so it was super cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think it sounds really fun. I'm just hoping that we don't get stuck on a boat because there's an outbreak and they won't let us on land. They have casinos on the boat, Mark. 
As long as they're running, I'll be playing. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. But we're not going, don't, so no one worry. All right, so I'm going to get to number three. Um, we haven't really talked about this too much in the podcast, but one of the things that I do is I write books and I write blogs and I do a lot of writing. Um, so one of the, and I'm going to use the word excuses that I've had for not making podcasts lately is because I've been working on my personal new website, which I've been noticing a lot of people have been really clicking on lately and they're finding our podcast on there. So we're like, hey, we need to get back on this. You know, when I was looking through the geographics of who is listening into us, I found out that we're getting a lot of people listening to us from Australia. Good day. Oh, I would never say that. Why not? I think it's great. It's like it's like offering an Australian a Foster's beer. It's just I I no. Is that a problem? Yeah, that's like, hey Detroit, you want to go? No, it's just you get shot at in Detroit. No, it's just they don't like you know having a fo- every Australian I have met. They're like, don't ever give me a Foster's beer. So. All right. Well, very good. But anyway, if you are listening to us from Australia, know that I am so excited people from Australia are listening in because that is one of my dream places to go to is Australia someday. Um, But I'm getting completely off topic. What I'm looking forward to, my third thing. I wrote a book a while back and it's called The Copper Princess. There's a lot of history behind the Copper Princess that a lot of people don't know. Number one, if you remember from earlier podcasts, I used to own a dance studio, a competitive dance studio. And every year for our recitals, I used to create our very own uh, recital storylines. You know, it, it wasn't, I never did the type of recitals where you would just sit there and have to look at dance after dance and be bored. You know, the only thing that's keeping you awake is to try to paper cut yourself with the program. So what I did was is I created these original storylines and we put on like big on shows, you know, like we did big plays and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. So one of the themes we did for recital was called The Copper Princess. And it's about a girl who gets caught up in voodoo. She gets turned into a copper statue and she lives inside of a statue garden in City Park in, in New Orleans. And only on Mardi Gras does she come to life. And she gets to walk the French Quarter and perform for everybody. And she ends up, by sundown, has to go back into the statue garden or she'll be burned alive by liquid copper. The whole interesting part of this whole storyline was she only has one day a year to try to figure out how to break the curse, which I thought was a a really good premise because like, hey, if you don't get it this year, you got to wait till next year. So she starts making friends and figuring out she can actually have people working for her when she's a solid statue. I have rewritten this book probably three times and I finally got it to a place where it's really solid. Now, unfortunately, I have gotten this book queried to 100 different literary agencies. Not one person will pick it up. Not one person will touch it with a 10-foot pole is what it feels like. So what I'm looking forward to, I am self-publishing it myself, and I'm going to be putting it up on Amazon. I'm going to try to get it up and be available for purchase on Halloween. All right, so one of the things that I'm looking forward to is skydiving, Mark, which I know you're not big into. I hate heights. I know. So that's why I was talking to one of my brothers, and my little brother said, let's go do it. And I'm kind of excited. It'll be just me and him. I am so terrified 
just because I'm afraid of heights. I told him I will be at the bottom taking pictures. Oh, that's fine. I'm afraid of even going up in the plane because they're going to make me jump. I heard half the plane has plexiglass, so it's see-through all the way up. That's a nightmare for me. I just, you know, I hope they're going to strap me to someone, I guess. But I heard you can ask them, and they will jump out doing, like, flips. And I'm like, for your first time, why not have some fun? Mm-mm. All right, Mark, so what's your next thing? What's your number four? Oh, okay, number four thing I'm looking forward to. It's going to be Charles and I are going to be fixing up the house a little bit, which I am really looking forward to because our house needs a facelift. I'm not going to lie. Our house is built in 1940. It has a lot of charm. It's really good with cottagey kind of feel. Yeah, you know? co- country cottage. Country cottage. And you know what makes our house so unique is Charles's garden. Well, yeah. Nobody in our neighborhood has what we have in the backyard, and that's really because of you. Well, that's because of COVID, and I had some free time, I felt like. Yeah. So I know one of the things we're going to do is we need to get the floors re-leveled just a little bit. Um, so after we get those re-leveled, then we're going to be putting on a new roof, and we're getting brand new floors throughout the entire house because every room is a different type of floor. Oh, and it drives us crazy. I hate it. We have tile in the bathroom. There's pink carpet in the bedroom, white carpet in the other bedroom. The kitchen is peel and stick tile. And the fireplace room is a dark cherry linoleum. And the living room is a beige shag. Gross. I don't don't know. It just reminds me of an apartment. It reminds me of a clown house. And when we moved in here, every wall was a different color. No, it was like moldy avocado. I hope she's listening. Hard picked this out. That was a terrible idea. Okay, so the living room was moldy avocado, like weird, this weird green. What would you call that red? It was like a maroon. It was like, okay, it looked like Merlot wine. It was a wine kind of color. It was dark. I'll even give it a Cabernet Sauvignon. How about that? I just couldn't believe how they just didn't believe in a vacuum, I felt like. It it took a lot of cleaning to get into this and make it, you know, livable. Okay, we're sidetracking. Who was last? Was it me? That was me about the house and how we're going to start doing stuff. So I'm on number four. You're number five because you started. So number five I'm looking forward to is this year is Halloween... Because we're actually going to do some outdoor light. But Mark always does the inside of the garage and where it really counts. That is totally Mark. Christmas is mine. I think Halloween will be really fun this year. Not for everybody. Because I know there's some places that are banning Halloween already. And I'm like, you know what, man? How can you do that? Now, here's the thing. A lot of people are going to give me flack for that. But at the same time, it's like, first of all, Halloween is outside. Trick-or-treating is outside. And now you're telling us that we can't do something that's already outside? I don't get it. These kids are in Halloween masks. I'll put on a mask. Who cares? I'll give, you're just giving them candy. You're not licking it first. I thought you were going to use the pool in that. I don't know, but I kind of like this idea about the, the, the trick-or-treat shoot with the PVC pipe. <laughs> I think it's a really cool idea, but at the same time, if we're all wearing masks, what is the problem? Why can't they come up and I can put a trick-or-treat in their bag? Y'all go to Walmart with your masks on. Why don't we toss it in their bag? I mean, do I need to put a plexiglass in front of me? I I guess I'm just confused because I'm like, man, 
we're outside. We're all wearing a mask. The kids are wearing Halloween. Well, not everybody wears a Halloween mask, of course. I mean, you get like a princess that probably wants to look all pretty, but it's not like you're saying they're talking for 10 minutes. You're dropping a little trick or treat in the bag. You know what? The kids are in school. I think most high school, most schools will be back in session classes by Halloween. So I feel like if we're indoors doing that, why can't we trick or treat outside? What about they just roll on their windows and we just try to throw it at them? then what's the point of decorating a garage? Good point. Because it'll be fun for us, Mark. Who cares? We decorate our house half the time and no one sees it, and it's not even Halloween. I think the bottom line is, I think a lot of people are going to go out and let their kids trick-or-treat. I really do. Because I think at the end of the day, I understand there's some cities and some states that are just, their, their COVID cases are still so out of control. Well, and Mark, you never hand candy to kids. You always have it in a spot, and they walk up and grab it. So I don't think you have to worry about that. And I think the other thing important to think about, too, is they might be trying to stop kids from being in clusters, okay? Because if you remember going to trick-or-treat as a kid, if you go into those really populated places, you can get really stuck, like almost standing in line. That's a good point. So you could be really close to everybody, but... You know, come up with a really cool costume that requires a mask this year. And we should be okay, right? Yeah, and go to the good neighborhoods that have the right candy. Yeah, the one that gives out the king size. Yeah. I mean, you got to know your places. Yeah, I, I think Halloween can be really successful if you play it right and you're smart. I think we'll have a great year. And you know what? I'm planning on that Halloween season full throttle. We'll just have a couple of separate tables. So if you, you know, whatever your comfort level, you can go to. I almost think it'd be a good idea if we do a, you can do the trick-or-treat shoot or you can come into the garage. Yeah, all walks of life. That's right. Yeah. Whatever you choose is fine. I'm excited. I mean, and if you live close, you can come see it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. I think it'll be fun. We have some tricks up our sleeve. We'll talk about our Halloween excursion later at another time. Yes. All right, so it's my turn for number five, right? Yes. Okay, so my number five is going to sound kind of funny. It's going to sound like slightly, mm, maybe out of place, but let me just explain it, and I think you'll understand where I'm coming from. I am looking forward to not being involved in Moscow Ballet's Nutcracker at the Fox Theater in Detroit. Oh my gosh, everybody listening, how can you say that? Our kids don't have, uh, the. we don't have the Nutcracker this year. It's our family favorite. It's a tradition. Look, I get it. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, it is gone. But what I'm looking forward to is from my end, from the directorial end, there is a lot of work that involves just not coming into our regular rehearsals we would have on Sundays. A lot of parents, a lot of volunteers that people never know help. And a lot of people help out help out with us. And I think what's going to be really interesting is this year, this will be my first holiday season in seven years where I'm going to feel like I'm going to enjoy the entire season because I used to spend the entire Christmas season getting ready for this massive Nutcracker show with uh, Moscow Ballet. And, and I would have about 89 children and their parents to take care of during the season. It was very stressful. There was the programs, there's the tights, there's the costumes, there's the tickets and the rehearsal schedules. And, and just there's so much involved with it that I never had any free time to really enjoy the holiday season. And you're forgetting you had to pick up this ballerina too. And there's a whole weekend involved with the ballerina being in town, which is a representative from the company that comes in and makes sure you're doing it right. 
It's not bad, but it's a lot of work. But they are all fun. I do love them. And we have a good time when they're in town. It's not a complaint. I'm more or less just like, hey, I can enjoy this season this year. I'm not going to have any nutcracker to worry about this year. Like, what am I going to do with my free time? I actually can go out and focus on my shopping. We can go look at Christmas lights. I can go. I can help you put up the Christmas light. This is like the possibilities are endless. And that's why I don't mean for it to sound like, oh, wow, wow, ha, ha. I don't have to do nutcracker. It has nothing to do with that. It's nobody has nutcracker this year. So that means this is like giving us all time to be together again still. And I know it's like, okay, we've been all together for so many months. Okay, I get that. But it's, we haven't been together during the holidays yet. And I think it's just going to be a little bit more special. Or you can look at it too, Mark. That means next year when it's back, you're going to appreciate it even more and make that time happen. And they did say that they were coming back next year even stronger. And I believe that. I mean, those are some of the hardest working people I have ever seen in my life. And it's just amazing that they all get a break, too. Right. And and the thing is, is Moscow Ballet, they are a family-owned business. It's not a corporation. It's a family of people that put together a spectacular show. So it's like they're hurting, too. You know, it's not like they're enjoying boxing up all of their costumes and set pieces for a whole year. Maybe they'll switch up the costumes, Mark. I, I, I think they said they were going to. Oh, so, I hope so. That leads us to our final five. Your five things you're looking forward to, my five things I'm looking forward to. I kind of want to hear what you, our listeners, are looking forward to. Because we have so many listeners from so many countries. I'd love to know what's going on in your country. What are you looking forward to? Or if you have any questions, just we're an open How do you get a hold of us? Oh, how do you? You just open up your email browser and you send us an email at adventureswithmarkandcharles at gmail.com. That's where I want you to send us a message. Let us know what you are looking forward to. Because if I can get enough people to start responding to our email, I'm going to start talking to you guys and we'll start answering questions through the podcast. Before we go, Mark, don't you... You're starting like a personal blog. How can we find that? Yes, I did. I started my website. I started a blog. I'm going to try to do three blogs a week so that I don't get overwhelmed as a writer and you don't get overwhelmed as a reader. You find me at www.markdmcleese.com and that's spelled M-A-R-K-D-M-C-C-L-E-E-S-E. I don't know. I was really proud of you, Mark. I was just like, wow, I cannot believe you know how to do all this. The thing is, is I really wanted to use the blog because I wanted to open up. There's a lot of things that I wanted to talk about and wanted to kind of discuss, but I always felt like I couldn't. So I'm using the blog as a, as a means to like talk about things and get things in the open and just everybody can know the honest story and people can know the real truth. It's an open diary almost. It, it really is an open diary, but it's also a place for truth. The truth from the way I see it. So... If, if you're enjoying what we're doing here on the podcast, I think you're going to love starting to read my blog. So check it out. Again, that's www.markdmcleese.com. And please send us an email. Let us know what you're looking forward to or, or let us know what you want us to talk about. And that's sending us an email at adventureswithmarkandcharles at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. You are listening to The Adventures with Mark and Charles, where we briefly take you out of the bullshit of your own life and put you into ours.